Hey everybody, welcome back to another Dante Free episode of Five Songs or Less. This time around, we're eventually going to talk about Black Mountain, but I invited my good friend Cody to come on the pod. You've heard about him many times, uh, and we are both struggling to find music that we both are not already both (laughs) familiar with. Uh, But yeah, hi Cody, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Thanks thanks for inviting me on. I'm stoked to join you. Yeah. For sure. It's it's funny because I had a podcast for a short amount of time with my friend Madeline and she when I was talking to her, she said she never listens to podcasts because she doesn't like that she <laughs> doesn't get to talk back to people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yes. she doesn't get to be part of the conversation. Yes. And I thought that was funny and strange. But then when I listened to your podcast, that's how I felt. It's like, (laughs) it's frustrating hearing you guys talk about bands that I love and I don't get to chime in. Yeah. You don't get to tell us we're wrong about something or I felt that way listening to Blink-155 like so much. Yeah, totally. Totally. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Full disclosure. I haven't listened to every episode. That's totally fine. I, you should have made a, a five episodes or less uh, yeah. <laughs> playlist for me, but I, I, I did listen. I, I have listened, of course. And uh, today I listened to quite a few while I was playing. F- I, I do this thing now. I got uh-huh. an Xbox and there's this game called Forza and it Forza? looks real. The racing yeah, it's game? A, it, it's a racing game, right? Sounds dumb. I'm Whoa. not, a, I don't, I'm not necessarily a car guy. This is a guy. whole new Cody. Tell me about it. But the thing is, it looks like real. Yeah. Those games have always looked like crazy realistic. Yeah. And you can this this uh, Forza Horizon. There's like you also can just drive around. It's like open world. Oh, really? It's in Mexico. So today I jumped on Forza and I turned all the HUD off, all of the like, but, <laughs> you know, all the on screen stuff. So it was basically like I was just driving and I listened to five songs or less because like my favorite thing to do usually is just like drive and listen to podcasts. That's like yeah, one yeah, of my yeah. favorite things to do in the real world. <laughs> it was great. It was great yeah. technology, man. Do it from the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Are you going to get awesome. one of those like driving controllers <laughs> where it's a steering wheel and shit? Man, I saw that on YouTube and I was like, oh man, that is so cool. And that looks like so much fun. I want to get that. And then I like <laughs> looked up how much they cost. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's like way out of my price range. Um, oh my but, God. Uh, it's pretty silly. Is what other games have you been playing? Anything else? Uh, so I just got it like this last weekend, and uh, all I have played is Forza and some pi- uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which oh, I okay. was excited about when it came out. But I had a PS four at the time, and it ran like shit on PS four. Really. It's like a whole thing. If you look on the internet, it was like, you know, notoriously bad on Hmm. release because they released it way too early. Yeah. Anyways, this is not a video game podcast. Oh, it's okay. We used (laughs) to talk about video games a lot and then Dante got a girlfriend. (laughs) Ah, boo. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you get rid of your PlayStation? I I kept the PlayStation 4, but I did unhook it and put it back in its box. I have Mm. a thing where I don't like getting rid of my old 
like yeah. consoles. Yeah. It's not like I'll ever play it again, but I don't know. Yeah. There's something about, I, I kind of wish I still had, because I've had multiple consoles, but I would always get rid of them to, I would sell them at Dimple and buy records or whatever. Totally. Yeah. So Yeah. I, I uh, the I PS4, especially there was this, I don't know if you remember, remember there was a demo trailer kind of game that came out called PT. That was um, it was going to be for like the new Silent Hill game or something. Uh And then like it it fell through the game fell through it. uh, And so this trailer was out, but the game never came out. And then once it fell through, they took the trailer down. So the people that had it saved on their consoles were the only ones to have it. And it's like the scariest game you've ever played. Yeah. It's like so terrifying. And it's like. you know, a uh, half hour's worth of gameplay or something, but it's great. So I was like, I can't get rid of the console because yeah, man, I'll never get to play that game again. But I c- <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. See, I'm like, I'm always afraid of digital games. Like with for the Switch, we o- I always buy physical because mm-hmm. I'm always afraid that they're like, well, they're gonna take this game away. I'm not gonna be able to play it anymore. Like Dude, 100%, all those 100%. fucking virtual console games that we we bought on Wii, like back in yeah. Back in the day, all those are gone. Yeah, I spent so much money gone. on that shit. Yeah. I was listening to a thing today and they were talking about how like Nintendo stopped re- stopped uh, supporting like the 3DS finally. Oh, like, you yeah. Can, you can't go to the game store anymore. And though like 3DS is such a uh, sort of like outlier console because there's uh-huh. the two screens. And yeah. it's like even with an emulator, you can't really play yeah, those games it's totally different. like they were meant to. Yeah. So um this physical media man yeah nintendo you're my favorite but you're fucking up (laughs) i mean i don't know they're probably the least evil but of the video game sure sure. i don't know it's all (laughs) they're all corporations they're all probably evil we put a uh i had this extra tv that i was using as a second monitor for work um Mm -hmm. and then i got a second monitor from my work and so it was just been sitting in the office here and the other day, Han really wanted to play Minecraft because he figured out how to play Minecraft on Switch two-player so he and Lhasa can play together. Oh. And so he was, like, asking me, and I was like, no, we're watching TV. And I was like, you know what? Go away for a minute. I'm going to talk to your mom about something. <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like, we have that extra TV. Should we hook it up in his room and he could just play in there? Oh, man. So, fucking, I never had a TV in my room growing up. I know I you know. did because I went to your I mean, house and you had a TV. Yeah, but... I had like a a black and I literally had a black and white TV in my room until like I one year for Christmas, I got enough money from like uh-huh. all the grandparents and whatever that I could I could buy my own like see, nice. you know, it was like a probably like a 24 inch CRT, <laughs> which felt huge compared yeah. to the little black and white one. But sure. um I definitely have like memories of like playing stuff like Donkey Kong Country on a black yeah. and white TV and it looked so weird so weird (laughs) for some reason i just remember being in your room and watching like conan vhs or yeah something like that because you used to record conan all the time oh man yeah i yeah i had a lot of conan recorded i would just like record the sketch the sketches like yeah every night and then like if a good band was on yeah record those do you still have all those i do somewhere i do more physical media that takes up yeah. space that I don't want to get rid of. <laughs> Do you still have a VCR? 
I do though. I do have yeah. a VCR good, and good. it is hooked up and it's pretty great watching a VCR on like a 4k TV. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty weird experience. I found recently I was going through stuff that I got from my grandparents house after they passed away and I found a VHS that had Pee Wee's Big Adventure on it. Whoa. So I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure that was recorded off of TV in 1988 <laughs> in Reno. Yeah. And it's the best because there's, yeah. there's like news breaks and like all the old commercials. And I remembered all the commercials. Uh-huh. Like they just like came back to me instantly, like specifically in the order they played in because <laughs> I must have watched that tape a million times. Yeah. 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 Dang, man. That's pretty yeah. rad. I wonder if we still have, because we had Star Wars recorded off of TV. And that was the only way I watched it for a long, long time. I think till the THX ones came out. Yeah, for the longest time, I just had, I only had Return of the Jedi taped mm-hmm. off of TV. I, and, I, and so I never, I mean, I had seen Star Wars and Empire, but like maybe like once or something when we rented it. So yeah. Return of the Jedi and the Ewok movies were like yeah. my my Star Wars movies. Yeah, we I had Car- we didn't have the second one. We had Caravan of Courage. What's the other one called mm. again? Uh, the Battle for Endor. The Battle for Endor. Whichever one had the witch, we didn't have that one. Yeah, yeah, that was Battle for Endor. Okay, that's what I thought. But yeah, with all the commercials and shit, so good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Well. I thought about like asking you questions because I had I, like I, I was texting Cody earlier and I was like, well, when I did an episode with Nate, I didn't really know him very well. And I, I mean, I guess I still don't. But, you know, I asked him some questions, but I already know most stuff about you because we've been friends for a long time. Uh, I was going to ask you your pronouns, but they're already they were on your Zoom meeting when it came up. So oh, good. Yeah, uh, that's probably it's probably came up as my work thing, but yeah, yeah, I like to think that even my personal one, I'd throw my pronouns up. Yeah. Would you like to tell everyone in case anybody wants to at you? Uh, he, him. <laughs> Very good. What else did I ask Nate? I asked him. What, oh, I actually don't know this. What was your first concert? Uh, like first concert that I wanted to go to or first concert I like whatever was taken to by my uh my parents took me to a Vince Gill concert in Ooh. probably like the early 90s which now that I've like entered my 90s country renaissance sure. I wish I remembered it better but at the time I was not impressed <laughs> um I was like 11 10 or 11 or something so yeah. even if I loved him it probably wouldn't have been my thing I don't know but the first first show I went to that like I like sought out and got tickets and went to was and I'm pretty sure you know this MXPX at uh El Dorado Saloon with oh. the hippos. Oh god. That's so um, rad. Yeah. Uh, I, I know we've talked about it before because you weren't there and you yeah. like wished you could have gone, but then you've been you went to a ton of shows at El Dorado Saloon. I only went I, to three. I well, all three of them I wish I could have gone to. <laughs> I remember them happening and just like each time um, you saw, I swear, each time you saw MXPX, I wanted to be it. Because there was that one, didn't they play at that place up in like the foothills or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, With some Cameron Howard Park. Good bands. It was like, what was that place called? Like Club Club Zoom or something. Club yeah. Extreme. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Extreme. <laughs> yeah. They played with like, I want to say Frenzel Rum and Mad Caddies and oh. like all. Yeah. Um, that sounds right. 
And then I saw them in Modesto with Blink-182 and Homegrown and oh, yeah. Phoenix TX, known as River Phoenix at the uh-huh. time. Uh, and then they played at the Crest with Mr. T Experience yeah. and 22 Jacks and uh, No Motive. Wow. And it's funny it? that I remember all that because I can't remember anything anymore but i still remember those shows i I still remember so much of that stuff too i've still never seen mxpx either i'm not i'm not like huge on them but i just would still like to see them they were always really fun to see i've definitely gone like now they're it's pure nostalgia for me i don't know if they're like actually like a great band but just like any of those pop punk bands skate punk bands it's like I'll, yeah. I'll put them on every once in a while to, to feel young again. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What was your for? You probably already answered this, but uh, first um, concert was uh, Bush at the Arco Arena. Oh, right, right, right. With yeah. Goo Goo Dolls. And didn't No Doubt play that? No, there was another like a year later, I think Bush came back to. Well, maybe that wasn't the. Mm, no doubt played at Arco for sure, like opening for somebody. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, I know Bush came back a year later because Wendy had gone to that one, but it was at um, Cal Expo. Oh right, yeah, yeah, huh? But that was pretty. It was fun, and I didn't go to another thing for a while. I didn't like find out about shows for like good punk shows for a while. Yeah, when you're a, like young, at least me, when I was a young teen, it's like you never, I never understood there were like arena concerts and then like small clubs. You yeah, to. yeah. I just figured like if a band didn't play at our arena, you couldn't see them. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I think like and, I had uh, found out, you know, in junior high about like Rancid and then I started getting into punk and I had like right when I found out about Rancid, I think, or maybe right after I had heard they played at that skate park, The Grind. And I was like, whoa, oh, right. that's amazing. Like, it's not a, a giant <laughs> thing. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I had tickets to that Smashing Pumpkins concert at Arco Arena, but. Oh, we went to the San Francisco away. one. What happened? Yeah. Um, I had tickets and uh, my, uh, my my parents well, and me at the time, too, were, were pretty religious. And uh-huh. I my mom found the, like, lyric booklet laying around oh yeah and was like very offended by a lot of the the lyrics in melancholy and infinite sadness um which like now it seems ridiculous to me but like i guess if you view it through a concerned mother's eyes like fuck you and ode to no one yeah yeah god is empty just like me would be concerning (laughs) but it's well still bullshit like i was a good kid like that yeah I don't know. It didn't uh, make me whatever. That's not the reason I stopped going to church or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like so upset about it. Yeah, man. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, we went. I don't know why we didn't buy tickets for the, for the Sacramento show. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, we went to the Cow Palace for that. Nice. That was my second concert. Is Cow Palace still there? Yeah, they do like big shows every once in a while, but I think it's more like 
rodeos and monster trucks and shit like that. Yeah, I did go to a rodeo there once. Oh, did you? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I can't remember what else. I already know. I asked him cats or do- cats or dogs. Yeah, I'm I'm firmly in both. You know, yeah. I like I love both. I I wish we have cats, mm-hmm. but I love dogs. And I what are your cats' dog, names? But... I have not met your new cats because of COVID and uh, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alfie or mm-hmm. Alfred and Tippy. Tippy. Sort of after uh, Alfred Hitchcock and Tippy Hedren, which oh, after yeah. the fact, I was like, that's kind of like they had a pretty like bad relationship. <laughs> <Maybe> that's not <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like a cute couple's name or yeah. something. <laughs> but uh, they're the they're the idealized version of that couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're it's they're cute cat yeah. names and yeah. They are Tippie cute cat names and they're adorable. Brand you and Brandy yeah. are always picture showing pictures of them cuddling and Yeah, they're they're pretty great. Tippy only has one eye, which yeah. is very cute. Yeah. Always um, winking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, did you come up with a overrated, underrated, blah, 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 blah? No, the only thing I, I thought of, and maybe you've already done this is, is like either Sacramento bands or maybe just Sacramento in general. Cause maybe Sacramento bands is like a little bit too, I don't know, personal per- um, <laughs> or like, you know, you like, I know too many people in, and I also feel sure. like our our answers would probably match up maybe for a couple of them, but let's, let's do site. Let's, let's do, let's do that. Things. We've not done let's, that. Cause let's, uh, yeah, I think that'll be great. Let's stir the shit. Let's stir some shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you first, since you brought it okay. up overrated. All right. Overrated. Let's see. I am going to go with shit yeah see there's like one that like pops whose to feelings are you gonna hurt forefront but i'm not gonna <laughs> name it it's not really anybody like i'm friends with or anything but not too far out of the social social so sure. social sure, 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 girl. <laughs> yeah you know i i don't actually think cake is overrated i think that cake is way better than i gave them credit for when they yeah. first hit the radio yeah but I I do sometimes wonder how they became the band that like made it big. Mm-hmm. There's probably mm-hmm. a good story to that. Like there's probably is a reason. I wonder if there um, is. I wonder if John McRae has ever been on a podcast to tell us. Yeah, his story. I don't know if they just knew the right people or I mean what they were doing at the time was pretty different than other stuff. So they yeah. probably yeah. stood out. Like I couldn't wrap my head around it at the time, but looking back, it's like cool and. Yeah, so this isn't a very good answer for being overrated because I'm only saying nice things about it. By, about I them, but. I agree though because they're good. They're a good band, but why are they as big as they are? Like it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I would call that overrated. Okay, okay. And they're not going to hear uh, this, so that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. Um, uh, under- I'll go. Hold on, I'm going to do overrated. We'll oh, both right, answer. Right. It can't be bands that I've played with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with an, with an older punk band that uh, we are friends with, sort of. And I, I, I don't mean this personally at all. They're wonderful, beautiful people. But I, I never got Final Summation. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. saw them all the time, 
And I thought they were mm-hmm. fine, but people really loved them. And I never quite got why they really loved them. They're really yeah. nice people to talk to and hang out with. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I only have nice things to say about all those dudes. I get what you're saying, though, because they they were a band that like you would go to their shows and there would just be people piling on top of each other to yeah. sing along and stuff. And I thought they were good, but I, I guess I never felt the urge to pile on with. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but there weren't really a lot of bands that I did feel like doing that with. So sure, maybe sure. maybe it's a problem with us. And it could be. Know. It could be an us problem. <laughs> so sorry, Final Summation guys. You're nice people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, over underrated. Who you got for underrated? This might match uh, up. Yeah, I mean, this is like every Sacramento band. Yeah, I guess we could pick from quite a few. I mean, I guess... I guess I would say knock knock because I feel like they are a band that could hundred percent should be signed to like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What's that? Uh, what's that label that like alt country label from like the late nineties, early two thousands bloodshot or something. Oh, I mean like sure. they're not really, they're not really alt country. They should have blew up at the same time as like my morning jacket mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. They don't sound like that, but yeah. when that stuff was popular, that kind of like um, straightforward, like indie rock with like folk and whatever influences. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And I mean, just the songwriting is amazing. Everything about that band is like perfect. Yes. Um, they deserve to be rich and famous i i absolutely agree that was going to be my pick but uh i'm just to shout out more sacramento bands i'm going to pick uh pocket for corduroy oh yeah i fucking i mean they're not around anymore but uh they were so fucking amazing back in the day you people out there might hear more about them in a, at some point soon uh nice. just this guy sitting around talking about him for a while. It'll be really fucking weird. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but uh, that's something I'm working on. But yeah, Pocket for Corduroy, they're not on any streaming services except Bandcamp. So go check them out while you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, we could probably name a ton of bands that we feel are underrated. Yes. There are so many good ones. Um, or underrated favorite. This could be the same too. Yeah, I mean, Knock Knock could be definitely easily be a favorite, but I will say Bright Ideas, Scott Miller joint, very good. Probably any Scott Miller joint. (laughs) Anything Scott Miller is is good in my opinion. He's like such a good pop songwriter. Yeah, I think um, Jason, who's in a lot of the bands with him, you know, has a lot to do with it. It's like the thing where I can't, I don't know who's responsible for what, but it's uh-huh. all really good. But, um, yeah, Scott's lyrics are just like, so clever. And like every, to me, every word is like exactly what it should be. Yeah. Like you don't know what he's about to say, but then when the, when the line comes out, <laughs> you're like, that fits absolutely perfectly with the line that came before. Yeah. And they're like catchy as all hell, and yeah, hell yeah, bright ideas. English singles too, and Nar. Oh mm-hmm. my god, 
Uh, my pick for favorite is the bananas. Oh yeah, damn! Can't go I wrong mean, with the bananas, everybody. No, if you, if you like snotty, messy, kind of garagey punk, mm-hmm. that's what you got to go for. Yeah, Scott Miller's in that band too. He I could have easily <laughs> said the banana. I mean, Every- I, it's all good. Uh, and least favorite. Mm. Let's see. There's gotta be. I don't know. You know what? I've never heard him, but his name since I started looking looking at Alive and Kicking and News and Review, and mm-hmm. I was in like ninth grade or whatever. It's always with the Mick Martin and the Blues Rockers, <laughs> and damn, like maybe he's great, maybe. <laughs> but that band name combined with I, what I assume is blues, yeah, 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 yeah. played by that guy. <laughs> I, I pr- I'm pretty sure Mick Martin was also a critic, a movie critic. F- oh, really? For the Sacramento Bee. Oh, okay. Um, so there's a lot of maybe baggage that I have. Sure, sure. Um, you didn't like his review of the Sixth Sense, and so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know. I don't remember what his reviews were like. Yeah, but I probably disagreed <laughs> with a lot of them. I'm going with a with a Stone Cold classic, uh, even though they're technically not really from Sacramento, but uh, Papa Roach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sacramento adjacent. Uh, Sac adjacent for sure. Um, I like that they've pretty much become a meme now. Yeah. They uh, definitely are a meme. Are they, they, so now that new metal is back in a weird way, uh-huh. like uh, I follow Fred Durst on Instagram uh-huh. and his music still sucks and maybe he still sucks. But I feel like he doesn't take himself too seriously. Sure. But those Papa Roach dudes definitely seem like they yeah. are still very, or I don't know if it's like all the same guys, but yeah, uh, they, they take themselves very seriously. It seems that way. Yes. It definitely seems yeah. that way. Yeah. But never like them. Never, never. Got, no, I mean, I just no. never got into new metal really. No, yeah. I mean, by the time they came out, I was definitely yeah way past um, my like. You'd already st- you'd already sold me your Limp Biscuit CD to give to my uh, high school <laughs> girlfriend for her birthday. Did that is that did that really happen? Yes, and I got trouble for it. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I was like, I gave it to her. I had wrapped it, but you know, it's uh-huh. a it's a used CD, so I gave it to her, and I was uh-huh. like. She opened it. She's like, oh, cool. I was like, yeah, I got it for, from Cody for five bucks. <laughs> she got mad at me. Damn, that was your mistake. I know, I know. Um, that's great. I charged you five bucks for that CD? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, maybe you sure. had to pay me or else it would feel like you were really <laughs> yeah. just like I got it from Cody giving for her free. some garbage for free. I gave him a $2 bill. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Oh my god, that's pretty good. That was a good one. Uh, I didn't like it. I feel <laughs> bad for Final Summation, even though we've said they're nice guys. I and know. I thought their music was I'm fine. I'm the worst. Um, also, I get what you're saying, but also it's not like outside of Sacramento. There, 
yeah. anybody has like anybody knows about them. them for the In fact, part. I'm going to go ahead and say they're underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Final summation: overrated and underrated at the same time. <laughs> yep. I felt they were overrated at Cafe Colonial in 2001, the summer of overrated in capital at, at, at Cafe Colonial, but underrated nationwide. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And uh, that that band that Bear was in with Gabba and Ryan was real fucking good. Oh yeah, War War Gardens. War Gardens, yeah, they were good. Yeah, that one I show I saw of them. If they like officially stopped, like ended the band, or if it's just kind of petered out, or, yeah, or what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cool. You want to talk about Black Mountain? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, so I've been listening to them for a while since like 08 because I got a promo of their CD in the future mm-hmm. at Dimple. Do you know if you'd ever heard them like in my car or anything like that? Did they sound at all familiar to you? I don't think so. I don't think so. I was very. So I knew nothing about this band other than their name going into it. And I was pretty surprised that they for some reason I thought they were a newer like post 2015 uh-huh. kind of band. Yeah. But they've been around a while. Yeah. I'm curious how how you feel. Part of me thinks you'll mm-hmm. like it. And part of me thinks you're you're not in a place for this kind of music. So, <laughs> so I don't okay. know. Yeah. I mean, going in, my like expectation was. So I realized like I was like, OK, they're going to be like slow and heavy and like dirgy and maybe have like. Um, like like uh, intros and outros and interludes and stuff that are all like acoustic <laughs> yeah. and pretty and like atmospheric and like earthy sounding. Yeah. But I realized that I just think any band with like something big or heavy in their name is going to sound like that. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like Mastodon should sound like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's like if, if there's like something natural and heavy or big in uh-huh. a band's name. I think they're going to be like a slow doom. Yeah. Kind of agalock or something. I mean, just, uh, you just, but especially heavy turn a knob like a little bit and you're, and you're pretty much there at that certain point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely some of that in there, but there was a lot of other, other stuff too. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want me to give a, a, a summary up front of what no, I thought of no, them no, or, no. or go? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's get into the first song. The first song is uh, called Stormy High. Yeah, so <laughs> I kind of thought I kind of thought you were messing with me <laughs> because this is not my jam at all. Um, at least when it first started. Sure, when it first sure. started, I'm, I'm gonna send you something really quick. Okay, you can still hear me, right? Yes, I can, and I can see your company's logo or your. Oh, okay. So the first thing I thought immediately was this so uh, over the pandemic 
I've been kind of getting into woodworking a little bit. Whoa. And by that, I mean, like, I've been buying tools and watching YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah. So I get, a, a, like, so many targeted ads for tools now. Uh-huh. And this song, when it started, I was like, this sounds like the music they play on every targeted ad for a tool. Whoa. Okay. Um, I'm going to play. I'm going to play this on my microphone here. Yeah, so totally that is that is for the Bora Centipede Sawhorse. The way um, you set that thing up too, do you have to set it up that way? You just like throw it out there? Yeah, it's it's hilarious. When you watch the, the ad, it's like the guy acts like he fucking hates this sawhorse <laughs> thing. Like he pulls like there's a longer version of that ad that I always get, and he, he like picks it up and like just like throws it across the shop pretty much. <laughs> just to kind of prove how tough it is. And yeah. it's kinda like one of those like awnings that like open up that you would take to like you know the park or something or the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like throws it and it like opens up and lands and then he like throws like a fucking huge piece of wood on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammers on it. This thing is so fucking tough. Oh my um, god. <laughs> so yeah, immediately I was like, oh, oh god, this is like blues rock, like. That song was too good, man. It's and like every tool commercial sounds like that. And like or like maybe like a Dodge Ram commercial or something. 100%. Um, So, yeah, I was like not super into it. The vocals at first didn't really grab me. Uh Like I didn't think they were. Didn't hate them. Didn't think they were great. Yeah. Just kind of what I expected for like this kind of like heavy blues rock blues hammer stuff. Interesting. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. But at uh, my first timestamp 156 that there's like a, an organ sting that comes in. Oh, that's yeah. like kind of the intro to the organ. So they're um, the keys in this band, man. I'm going to play it. What'd you say? It was 150 what? Uh, 156. Okay. And it's like a very specific sting you hear all the time in like, you know, uh, like R and B and and yeah. uh, soul music. And then, the, yeah, at, at the end there or was it the no bu- 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 the, bu- yeah yeah okay, okay which is like kind of a blues riff right yeah yeah totally <laughs> totally bu- 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 but it sounds it sounds cool it sounds cool on that organ and and that kind of that coupled with at 214 yeah which is like we were almost there and the organ like part comes in that's when it kind of clicked of like what this band was doing and what, what they were about. And so it was kind of like, okay, all right. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's riffs and keys. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play two thirteen Cause you said two fourteen, right? Yeah. It's probably the same thing. Okay.
it's i mean it yeah. is very bluesy and i don't <laughs> like blues like mm-hmm. much at all but it's just heavy enough and riffy enough and i fucking would I prefer that all of this was synthesizer instead of organ? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I would. And there's plenty of synth to be had in this band as well. But mm-hmm. he's there. Yeah, I definitely wish it was more synth than riffs, at least in this song. Yeah. Their, their keyboardist is so great. I'm curious if you... Did you look up who he was? You know, not really, not until just right before we got on and I was I was trying to look up some credits and stuff. So but when I watched the video, I saw I saw what he looked like and I was like, okay, this guy's probably like a real deal. Cool guy, like (laughs) burnout dude, which I thought was cool. Like he looks very like this is the kind of music he loves and has like been around for a while. Yeah, he did. Um and I'm blanking all. I knew I, I was. I was like, Danny, you need to write it down, otherwise you're gonna forget. <laughs> and guess what? I fucking forgot. He did Beyond the Black Rainbow. That sounds. Oh, cool. are you serious? Yes. Oh, he did I the music love. For that. Wait, the synth guy or the guitarist? Singer? The keyboardist. Oh, uh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. I thought we were talking about the the sort of the front man. Oh no no no. Um, no, no. Yeah, he just the front man uh, just yeah. looks like an old rocker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's is it I don't know how to pronounce it's like Sinwa Caves or yeah, something like something that. Yeah, something Sinwa or something S- Sinoa, yeah. Yeah. Um I have I have that soundtrack yeah. and it's yeah, it's fucking rules. Uh that's great. That okay, that's See, that's the thing about a podcast like this or anything where I have to like judge music. Uh-huh. It's like sometimes things don't sound good to me. But if I know a story about it or mm-hmm. like if, I, if you put some context on it, I'm like, it's fucking great. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that goes with with everything or whatever. Like sure, a sure. Movie or anything. If you or like I don't like sports, but I'll watch a 30 for 30 and love it. Oh, sure. Yeah. That yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. Like once once you like, yeah, put a narrative behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, with music, too, uh, the more. I listen to things, the more I start to get used to it and go like, oh, wait, this is actually kind of good. Like the band I talked about last week, uh, when I first heard them, I was like, ah, this is good, but it's not like really my thing. And like then all day today, I had one of their songs stuck in my head, just like walking (laughs) around the house, like kind of humming it between that and like some of these Black Mountain riffs. I was just kind of going back and forth. Yeah, I'm I am. Did you come around on the vocals? Because I feel like his vocals are different enough for like this bluesy blues rock. Yeah. You know, like it's this this song in particular, I was not a fan of. And his I I guess I should have said earlier, his vocals don't change the way I feel about the song in this song. Sure, sure, sure. But I do like his vocals, especially later. Uh And watching you sent me a, a YouTube video and watching that kind of made it click too. It was a really good, I'd never watched that until today. Um, yeah. It was uh, some recording from, I think it was 2019 of them playing mm-hmm. live and it was really, really good. I've never seen them and yeah. they came through, they played at um, Holy Diver like probably, or probably around that same time actually. I think it was 2018, oh, really? 2019. Man. And per usual, I didn't go, but. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, once seeing, once you see that, once I saw the video and kind of saw what they looked like and their setup and yeah, they all looked so cool. And of course, <laughs> then I figured out they were from Canada or yeah. Vancouver. So that's like automatically kind of like raises them <laughs> a few notches in my head. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, Stormy High, not, not my fave. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of curious to listen to some of their other bands because I've never like really looked into them at all. And like mm-hmm. the the female singer like has a bunch of other projects that she does. When I flip. yeah, she's great. She's not. I mean, she's on this song a little bit, um, but some of the mm-hmm. other songs she sings more lead, which we'll talk about later. Um, yeah, and boy, she's got a wonderful voice. Uh, mm-hmm. And then this, the main guy has been in bands since like the eighties. And I really yeah, want to check out some of that other stuff. That's what I assumed, and yeah, I bet you, I bet you they're good. I bet yeah. you they're good. This kind of reminds me of like every once in a while you'll see a band where, and I don't think this guy's like really old or ancient or whatever, but like you see a band where it's like three members of one generation and then one member that's like from <laughs> sure. the generation before, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. those three members are just like stoked to play with this guy that's like. <laughs> been there and like is legit or whatever it's like (laughs) it's pretty cool yeah totally well all right we can move on then to uh the next song off of 2019 destroyer horns horizon Yeah, I like this one more. It comes in and it's immediately like heavy and fuzzy, which I'm always a fan of. And like the first like half a second, the song does not sound like this, but for some reason, the first like half of a second, almost uh-huh. I thought I was like, oh, this is going to sound like T-Rex. Oh, sure. I don't know if it's sure. like some, something with like the, the guitar tone mm-hmm. or, or the effects that are on it. Just like that heavy fuzziness, which yeah. which I love. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely T-Rex influence in this band, so that that totally makes sense. Uh-huh. I actually hadn't really listened to this album. Um, it wasn't until I was like, okay, I got to make a playlist now. I'm going to listen to some other stuff to kind of branch it out because I really only listened to the first three albums, mm-hmm. and they like started on, at least on this song and some of the other ones I was listening to. They started using a lot more synth, and so I was like, oh yeah, I got to listen to this. And uh, it's got some robo voice. Yeah, yeah. So this this was a surprising song because the last song sounded the way it did. And uh-huh. then the instead of organ, it has that more like Mogi sounding synth that comes in. So that kind of caught me off guard. And then at, yeah, at 40, at 44 seconds in the robot vocals start. Yeah, I'm which like, some did not voice. expect at all. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I 
cut it off right at the synth. I should have kept playing, but <laughs> I feel like he got a different amp or something too, or a different pedal, like group of pedals mm-hmm. or something. Cause it sounds which so grimy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The, just the tone and the, yeah, like you said, the griminess, the yeah. like dirty heaviness sounds yeah. great. Wh- which album is this one off of? This is destroyer. They're 2019 destroyer. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was just trying to look up something. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, this was mixed by John Congleton. Yeah. Yeah. That guy gets around, man. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robo voice is fun. I, I always love a good robo voice, but I was yeah. kind of not expecting to hear that. Yeah. I don't really know how I feel about it. It, yeah, it works for the song. It was uh-huh. unexpected. Sometimes that can come off weird. Yeah. They do this thing though, in more than just this song, it, it'll come up again later where, like that it's like it starts with a robot voice and then it just goes away and never comes back <laughs> yeah, like yeah it's yeah. not it's not like a a verse in robo voice and then a chorus regular and then goes back to robo voice yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like it's give like, you a little bit of something <laughs> it's like having a a, a voice over monologue at the beginning of the movie and then never bringing it back uh yeah yeah totally at uh 3 minutes 40 seconds in it that sort of I don't know if it's a bridge or a breakdown or whatever comes in. That is that kind of pretty acoustic thing that I was expecting yeah. from from a band called Black Mountain. Okay, I'm going to play a little of that. I have that tam- same time stamp. this band i feel like has class classic rock like influence Mm. and stuff but it feels to me it feels less douchey than (laughs) some other bands that come out of that like influence i don't know yeah yeah with in stormy high the first song i was like this sounds like uh like third man records (laughs) (laughs) like metal band Yeah, yeah yeah like white stripes or black keys or whatever which i shouldn't like i both of those bands are fine and third third man records are fine but it's definitely like that's what i was thinking yeah but this i think they rise above that for yeah, sure totally especially with this this song i think probably in that clip you just played I, the timestamp i have is 359 but it, maybe it came in a little bit earlier oh that. i pl- i played I, earlier than that yeah i i thought it was uh, that's why i was trying to look up that that little Key, those keys that come in i thought it was a mellotron like yeah. i don't really oh, yeah. know it sounds like that my my synths and my all the different things but there's not like a credit for mellotron played yeah. by. so i assume it's obviously that one guy has a lot of different um keyboards and stuff so maybe, maybe it was a mellotron maybe i do know what i'm talking about yeah but no, it sounds i really think it was cool. or it was a keyboard with a mellotron like sound yeah. bite thing here whatever that's called Right. But yeah, that's that's definitely what it sounds like for sure. As I was kind of listening over the last few days and taking notes and stuff, it this kind of reminds me of and you might disagree with this, but like a <laughs> a fully realized version of Rock the Light. Yeah. 
I can see that. I can see that. And I definitely, there was, I was kind of making the connection. There's the newer, there's a band called Blizzard of Al. That's a lot of, you know, some of the same people and then different people, but same wheelhouse, I guess. Sure. Um, And, but definitely it's, it's kind of like these guys, uh, Black Mountain, again, it seems like maybe they're taking themselves a little more seriously than uh-huh. I would like sometimes, <laughs> whereas Blizzard of Owl doesn't do yeah. that, and that's yeah. one of the things that makes them great. But definitely, it's got, like, the heaviness and the psychedelia, but also, like, really good, like, songwriting and riffs and yeah. stuff. It's, it's got David Paul riffs, but it's it's missing Owl's, <laughs> like, gorgeous voice. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Um, at first... At 4.26, this that comes in, and I thought, you know, again, I looked in the credits. It sounds like a chorus, you know. It sounds like a, a choir, uh-huh. you know, some kind of choral work. It's probably just a synth voice. Maybe. But it sounds really, really cool. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I don't think it's people. Yeah. But it is. But that's the vibe it's going for, kind of. At least that's how I took it. Um, and then at the end of that part, when the heaviness comes back in, rules. Yeah. That as a timestamp as well. Yeah. That kind of like, I'll Um, I'll go ahead and play a little bit of it because it's got that sick, like, slide in for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That riffs that riffs so good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song is long and it's almost like two different songs. At, yeah. at the three forty mark, when the acoustic stuff comes in, like I wish that's when the song started and everything before that. I mean, the robot vocals and and the like Mogi sound and stuff is cool, but it really my favorite part of the song. Yeah, is, yeah. You know, the last three and a half minutes, and I wish that was kind of the whole song. Really. <laughs> but you know how I feel about long song yes yes another reason i <laughs> maybe shouldn't have not should have not given you this band i don't know or pick different songs maybe but yeah i mean i've got definitely gotten better with long yeah yeah long songs in the last couple of years right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i actually i forgot to mention this before about stormy high uh i changed that song because remember i was like I asked you if you had listened to the playlist yet because I wanted to switch a song. Oh, right. I threw Stormy High on and I had a different song off of that album, but I think it was longer than that. So I don't know. Maybe it was good. (laughs) Maybe it was bad, but. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I still have only listened to these five songs, so I am definitely interested in in like listening to some full albums. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Do you have any more timestamps for that one? Uh, I don't. Okay. I think that's it. Uh, can we pause real quick? Oh yeah, sure. One hour later. And we're back. We're back. 
with 2008's Bastards of Light. Hey! Yeah, this song rules. This was my favorite one. Sweet. Sadly, I feel like I have the least amount of timestamps and notes for it. But Me it, too. Like, <laughs> it was just like, yeah, so there's like a real short intro, but at 13 seconds uh, when the drums kick in, that's like my absolute favorite drum sound. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, like it's kind of the like be my baby uh-huh. sound. Like it's just like that. I guess it's the snare, right? Like just really loud and really hard. It feels like they like recorded it in a cave or something. (laughs) That is a really prominent snare. And it does remind me of be my little baby. That's, that's a good, uh, good reference. Yeah. There's a song, uh, new age by the band blitz Uh that has, that was like maybe where I first really fell in love with that drum sound. Yeah. 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 And then remember triumph of lethargy skinned alive to death. They have a song called RC and Whiskey, which I feel like is like the pinnacle of using that drum sound. <laughs> uh, it's just perfect. But yeah, so I was like on board immediately there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sweet. And then like everything else starts up and it's like the most psychedelic sounding so far. Yeah. Kind of like that single driving like guitar chord mm-hmm. reminded me of like Velvet Underground. Uh-huh. Which is really cool, or even maybe the song kind of reminded me of like uh, their Satanic Majesty's Request era Rolling Stones. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know this this song was like the least metal, but the most like psychedelic and cool. To yeah, me. they kind of like left their hard rock uh, influences or whatever behind and just really leaned into their psychedelic stuff. And they they do mm-hmm. that on their albums. Like for a few songs, they'll have these slower kind of just like good, solid rock tunes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was I was curious that I was kind of thinking you might like this one because it's more of that, which seems like more your yeah. speed. Totally, totally. And like I definitely want to check out the album this is on. Yeah. So this uh, is actually yeah. uh, it was a, it came out on a single, but it also came out on like the bonus disc of in the future the 2008 album um but every album they kind of have a few of these like sprinkled in between the riffs yeah yeah it's totally rad um cut that out i don't want to sound like a surfer (laughs) (laughs) you're from california you gotta i I already fucking sound like that um at 215 there's a good organ lead that Totally rips. I'm gonna play 117 real quick because uh, oh, this yeah. is our first, I think, our first real glimpse into uh, Amber Weber's vocals. I was looking into her history to a little bit today, and it seemed like she had left the band, but I saw a more recent interview that she's back in the band now. As of September 21, 2021, there was an interview saying she was back in the band, which is good because I feel like the the band would not be as good as they were as they are to me uh, without her vocals yeah flowers 
gets that. She has such a classic sounding voice and she gets that mm-hmm. like waver that I, I hear and like, I, I'm probably going to get these bands wrong, but like <laughs> the mamas and the papas or like Jefferson airplane or, yeah, you know, that, that or like Janis Joplin even. Mm-hmm. And I feel like out of all the like classic rock influence that this band brings out, that's my favorite part about that stuff because yeah. I've never been a Zeppelin guy no. like I probably don't know the right Rolling Stones because <laughs> uh, like like the album stuff the ones you mentioned I've never listened to those before uh, yeah it's good but yeah like her vocals just have such a, a classic sound kind of like what I said totally. about like Al earlier Alan Maxwell mm-hmm. uh, he and I've, we've talked about this before about how he has such a classic sounding voice uh, and the, the the other guy should stop singing and Al could come in and then the two of them could <laughs> sing together and it'll, oh man it'd be huge <laughs> it'd be, yeah it'd be great yeah it is kind of it's her voice is great and I like when they both are singing the same thing at the same time yeah. because I feel like there's a uh, it kind of combines and then it then it sounds like Mark Boland from T-Rex a little sure, bit with sure. her waver and his his voice um yeah, it's it's good stuff. I don't I'm looking at their discogs because usually discogs has a pretty good breakdown of the credits. Uh-huh. And like she's not mentioned in this there's like no females listed anywhere in the credits. And same with another album I looked up like the the lyrics the the credits were very incomplete. Hmm. And I know they're usually just copied from the record. Yeah, I'll, yeah, so that's, usually. That's disappointing. Come on. <laughs> come on, discogs. Come on. Let's just, Let's 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 do the credits better. Yeah, come on, Black <laughs> Mountain. Would you say two fifty five? Um, it was uh, two fifty eight. Uh, or no, sorry, two fifteen. Oh, that 15. the organ when the organ comes in. very dreamy it's dreamy and it it feels like it's building even though it's kind of just the same thing over and over there's something about it that's yeah love it sweet um and then at at 258 those the drums that i love i swear they somehow come in even louder at that point (laughs) and it's so fucking cool like actually start it like it maybe 250 and see i'm wondering if it's just me or if like you can tell if you think it sounds like they come in even louder. Okay. Okay. I don't know if it's louder, but it's definitely loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't, maybe it's just all the other instrumentation. Yeah. Plus, the plus it like kind of went away for a while there and then it comes yeah. back and, and it's, it's just very, it's very hard and very echoey. And yeah, I've, I, that's funny. I've never like paid that much attention to it, but now I'm not going to be able to not hear. 
that. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I have. That's definitely my the favorite okay. of the five. <laughs> really, really cool. Yeah, sweet. Uh, well, let's get back to the fucking rock, man. <laughs> With Let Spirits Ride. Yeah, I wanted to give like a, a real good rocker. Kind yeah, of like yeah. This a little is bit, a little tinge of like maybe Motorhead influence or something like that. Oh, it's, I have that note. I have. I said this is like definitely the most metal and it's like the most Sabbath-y and it yeah. almost has like a punk metal feel like Motorhead. Yeah. That was my note. Totally. Uh, the fu- Yeah, again, the heavy fuzz on this song is great. Yeah. My first timestamp is at 53 when the when the female vocals okay. come in. I should remember her name so I can just stop saying Amber. the female vocals. She, she Amber has a name and she's great. <laughs> and I love it because it's she obviously she can sing really well. And in, in all the other songs, she's like has this like almost very pretty ethereal sounding voice. Mm-hmm. But here she gets to just sound like Joan Jett or something. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. fucking rules. But. <laughs> Again, like we mentioned earlier, she has like one line and then they never come back to yeah, her. Yeah, she never sings solo anymore in the song. It's just like one line. It's I don't understand. It's a waste. Joan Jett, that's a good <laughs> that's a good uh comparison to that one. What'd you say the timestamp was again? Fifty uh, 53. We're going to listen one more fucking time. It's good stuff. Yeah. Let her sing more. But not, not enough of it. Yeah. <laughs> I did start listening to, uh, uh, oh shit. What was the band called? Uh, lightning dust. She has a band called lightning dust where she is the lead vocalist and it's very synthy and I want to listen to all of it. Rad. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't have anything until two fifty-five. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I, well, uh, one twenty-eight. there's a guitar solo and it's the perfect guitar solo for me. <laughs> it's 10 seconds long. It, it rips yes. and it's over and that's what a guitar solo should be. <laughs> Sweet. guitar solo yeah yeah it's in and out doesn't overstay its welcome yeah yeah those kind of like showy kind of shreddy solos can can definitely get uh can overstay their welcome for sure uh yeah i'll, I'll talk more about that later <laughs> uh-oh <Ooh. laughs> uh what else you got anything I think my next timestamp is the same as yours. Cool. Uh, Speaking of solos, sort of. (laughs) 
that's great. Yeah, it's so good. And then right when you turned it off at 323, there's another guitar solo that bums me out. Oh, no. (laughs) They should have stopped after the organ solo. (laughs) Let's, Let's bum Cody out real quick. I guess that was just kind of like a. It's not really a. That's just kind of uh, like a, a coda going a down coda? the scale or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not a solo, but I feel like it's <laughs> was not a fitting end yeah. for that. But unnecessary. Okay. I've, I've, I. Yeah, but just my <laughs> opinion. I. Yeah. <laughs> was it so? That's the one that was uh-huh. uh, that you didn't like. No, there's another one. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> there's another one. Uh, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. So uh, like kind of overall, was this one okay or it was all right. It's probably my second least favorite. Sure. 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 It kind of, it felt, it's not that long, but it felt really long Uh to me. And you know, it's probably just cause it's called let spirits ride, (laughs) but it just kind of feels like a, like Harley Davidson commercial or something. I'm uh, such an asshole. No, no, but, no. I love it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I told, I mean, I totally, I totally get it. Yeah. All right, then. I think it just, I think it just overstays its, its welcome. I love the like Sabbathy motorhead uh-huh. kind of metal quicker stuff and it's heavy and fuzzy and it has that sick organ solo, but they could have done it all in like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Could have shaved a, how long is this one? It was like four four minutes. Could have shaved a, at least one minute off of that, guys. Come on. For sure. This was I, this was just kind of a... I had been wanting to talk about this band on the podcast, and I was like, Cody likes psychedelic stuff. <laughs> I'm going to give him yeah. this. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, as a whole, I, this isn't like a band I hate. I just... It's yeah. not necessarily your your bag. Some of it is totally my bag. Mm-hmm. Bastard of Light is definitely my bag. Mm-hmm. Which it's cool that a band, I don't know if you're this, you're probably not going to cut this out anymore. It's very cool that a band can be di- like diverse enough in sound and, mm-hmm. and so that there's songs that are like totally not for somebody and then songs that are like some of the best stuff that person has heard in a long time. Yeah. With also having a consistent through line where you can tell it's the same band. Totally, totally. Um, that's in, that's impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Good save, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our last song off of their album four, uh, Mothers of the Sun. The, Sorry. So when it first starts out, it, you know, for the first few seconds, it just has that um, sort of rhythmic, yeah. 
sample thing going on that sounds like just like uh yeah a half second of a male chorus or vocal or something which is totally cool and i like how that kind of like is throughout the song and then like the tool commercial comes back in (laughs) at the very beginning and then like looking at like it the eight and a half minute runtime i was like felt like i was gonna be punished (laughs) Um, which I wasn't really this song. This song is like, uh, the song itself is a mixed bag. Like there's some stuff I really, really like about yeah. it. And then some stuff I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Total commercial. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The, the beginning, maybe the first couple minutes of this song are very kind of soundtrack like sort of, mm-hmm. except for like the few seconds of the, the main riff that we get. Mm hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. The tool commercial doesn't last very long. Yeah, I I will say it. They kind of stick with that riff throughout the whole song, and it would be nice mm-hmm. if they kind of mixed it up a little bit. Um, I I think it's a cool riff, but I get it. Um, Amber sings yeah. a lot more on this song though, which which I like. Yeah, so it's interesting because she does two verses. But they sound very different, and it almost sounds like it's two different people. Hmm. And I don't know if it's... I assume it's the same it could person. Be. Again, this is the other one I looked up, and the credits didn't credit anyone uh-huh. else that I saw. Um, but the first... This is one of my notes at... at I, yeah, I'm first of all, I'm like stoked that she gets to sing more, and she gets to like shine and, and sing by herself. And then it... You know, she comes in, and it's great... This is me being very picky and <laughs> silly, but at 54 seconds uh-huh. in, when she sings Your Children, she puts like this kind of stink on children, uh-huh. like children on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you And uh, it's like this um, paired with the uh Ain't no foolin' and schoolin' uh, lyrics yeah. is is like so like old like Mick Martin blues rockers <laughs> plays the blues kind of blues favorite kind of band shit from to me. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my beef with okay, the song. I'm gonna play that. Uh, real I don't know if quick. you want to play that. Yeah, I'm also gonna yeah. mention she's on the uh, she sings on the first two Cave Singers albums. I didn't know that. Oh really? Okay. On one song on the first one and two songs on the second album. So oh man, that's really <laughs> cool. Your children. Just, just at the end, there's that little. St- it's like, yeah, she gets like four fifths of the way through, and I'm like, this is great. And then that, like, <laughs> and then at one thirty-seven, like, so she sings and it's awesome. And then when he comes in at one thirty-seven, this is like the to me the biggest example of not liking his voice because it is also super stanky. Uh-huh. And not not for me. <laughs> Let's come together upon heaven's ground. I'm just like I'm picturing because, because I know they're not like this, but uh, pointing it out and how much like kind of stank or whatever it's on the, is on there. I'm like picturing, first of all, the, the tool commercial and like 
a, a pretend music <laughs> video in my head where they're like, you know, slow-mo walking down the aisles of Home Depot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also the, uh, I always think of when I think of kind of overemphasized blues vocals, I think of, uh, ghost world, the like fake band in ghost world. Yeah. Blues hammer, blues hammer. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And, um, and I mean, that's the other thing is that since I was going in totally blind and I kind of wanted to be totally, you know, uninformed going yeah. into it. That's when I made all these notes. But then after watching videos and stuff, it's like some of this stuff, again, makes more sense in context. And yeah. when you like see them do it live or yeah. in a music video or something, it's way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. And I'm like, oh, God, at this point of the song, I'm like, I don't know if I can do six more minutes of this <laughs> or whatever. But at 2.05 that flute or clarinet comes in. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what it is again, Let's not see. credited unless it's a French horn, but that's not a French horn. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Definitely flute or French horn. I mean, flute or clarinet. Definitely not French horn. I'm I'm leaning toward clarinet, but my knowledge of those types Me of too. instruments is very very minimal. <laughs> right, the, your woodwinds. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, that that is awesome. That's again something like I don't know, ten or fifteen years ago, I would not have stood for, but now uh-huh. I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, and it it fits fits really well it totally fits um and then 232 was two yep 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 when she starts singing again she starts singing again and again it sounds like a different maybe they did a take in a different day or something they're both good but this one is better if you listen there's no stank on her voice okay okay (laughs) stop saying stank that's still her yeah she didn't put the stank on the Um, children that time it's great yeah that's what i'm saying yeah um it's this this maybe is the musical is the instrumentation a little different at this part maybe she's doing a a softer version yeah or you know softer verse um because yeah this sounds a little more like light and ethereal Mm -hmm. and, and beautiful yeah it's very like um like mystic or something you want to listen to some fucking riffs you want to pack your bags Ooh, for I, what's your timestamp? i'm 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 <laughs> curious if we're about to talk about the same thing with op- opposite opinions 338 oh, okay no this isn't it
just the basic riff of the song. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then what what was your next one at? Uh, four twenty. Four twenty. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I just, I just like the synth and the riffs kind of like playing off of each other a little bit. It's good. Yeah. Good that, stuff. That is, that's sick. I, I like that part as well. Uh, but then at 440, right when you, I think your yes. timestamp ended, comes the like grungiest 90s like nirvana sounding solo, which I like the 90s <laughs> and nirvana. <laughs> But it sounds, yeah, it sounds like maybe the solo from In Bloom or something. Uh-huh. And it sounds out of place to me in this song. <laughs> and again, it's kind of a, a long guitar solo. Okay. Okay. But when it, when it does the, he's very prof, prof, when it does the, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I get what yeah, you're it's, saying. He's like a super great guitar player. Like I wish I could play guitar like that. He's very good at it, but again, just not my thing. And I feel like that that took took me by surprise. Sure, sure, sure. But I guess maybe that's what this band is all about. Like, kind of like throwing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Together that is kind of rooted in the same thing, but is different. Mm-hmm. And then, then, you know, this song is all over the place. 520 fucking hand claps come in what? and save the day. <laughs> every verse that she sings the instrumentation is is different and she sings it slightly different each time which is kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah that's like my favorite part of the song the yeah. hand claps or, or maybe they're snaps it's weird because this is definitely a headphones band to sure. me. my first listen was on good headphones and it's a lot of the stuff stood out a lot yeah. more like those yeah. hand claps sounded very hand clappy yeah. And then listening to it through <laughs> through the phone, <laughs> not as much. They could, could have been snaps or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, hand claps are always cool. It reminded me, I mean, it doesn't sound like this, but there's that last Deftones album that came out, Ohms. There's a song with like snaps in it and it's so oh, cool shit, to I forgot throw that, that shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that yeah. was a good album. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't. We never mentioned them in our sack. I know. I know. Probably because they're not overrated or underrated or favorite or least favorite. That's true. They're just really fucking good. (laughs) 
They're perfectly rated. Yes. <laughs> exactly where they should be. <laughs> uh, 548, the, the, that round vocals kind of start. And first I thought I hated it, but mm-hmm. I actually, I think I like it. I think it's just the lyrics, the sure. school and fool and stuff. Oh, that I don't yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool songwriting like to to take all these different parts and present them in all these different ways and kind of layered and and mm-hmm. like one at a time and then layered and yeah uh, yeah I, I, I don't think i noticed that before but there's there's a lot of stuff that i'll notice when i'm like sitting down and like picking these things apart you know totally yeah yeah and see even just listening to it now i kind of have a totally different take on it that part rules (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe you didn't like this band you love them now i mean i love that part of this song (laughs) (laughs) until they probably start soloing again or something like that um no actually that's my last note on on that song that song yeah definitely my second favorite yeah it's like i said super mixed bag but that clarinet the like hand claps mm-hmm. those round vocals the fact that she gets to sing uh more compared to the other songs i heard yeah you know yeah. today um yeah that song is good and then did you have you did you watch the music video for it yeah like i just watched it for the first video? time today it was really fucking cool yeah again like once i watched that i was like you really like kind of like gives you an idea of what they're going for and yeah. there's like the whole allegory of the cave thing mm-hmm. which i've like only recently kind of read about do you know the deal no with that? i don't know about that it's like a, a socrates thing the way that people are chained up and watching the shadows uh-huh. can i do the ultimate podcast thing and just read something off yes of please do uh in the allegory socrates describes a group of people who have lived chained to the wall of a cave all their lives facing a blank wall the people watch shadows projected on the wall from objects passing in front of a fire behind them and give names to these shadows the shadows are the prisoner's reality but are not accurate representations of the real world the shadows represent the fragment of reality that we can normally perceive through our senses while the objects under the sun represent the true forms of objects that we can only perceive through reason wow did i just blow your mind this podcast got a lot smarter today (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool I, i mean I'm I'm pretty dumb and I don't read anything. Uh so it but it's cool that bands that I like do those kind of things for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's I mean, that's my favorite way to learn shit is like, oh, this this band that can play guitar real good says something <laughs> cool. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, like the amount of things that like has informed my life in a major way that I've uh-huh. learned about through like a murder city devil song or something. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, sweet Cody. 
do you want to do you want to give them a overall thoughts and maybe a rating of five or less? Uh, sure. Yeah, overall, I definitely want to like listen to some more stuff. I might have you make me another playlist that has a little more of the Bastard of Light feel yeah, going yeah. on. But maybe I'll just listen through their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like so much cool stuff, so much stuff that's like not for me, but I can respect sure. that they're really good at doing it. None of it is like just bad it's just my own hang-ups with uh-huh. certain things um so out of five i will give them a solid 3.5 3.5 okay okay i like it awesome yeah well thanks for coming on cody do you want to oh do you want to give me a band or an, or an artist oh man we kind of talked about this I I think I can do a a Boards of Canada episode for you. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll do I'll do make a playlist. I'm also terrified to do that because I think Boards of Canada fans are like the ultimate. (laughs) They're really into that band, Uh uh but they're also really chill. From my experience of message boards and stuff, they seem to be very friendly, so it should be fine. Okay. But yeah, uh, I'll make you a playlist and get that to you soon. Sweet. Awesome. I look forward to that. Well, thanks, Cody, for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, thanks. I haven't. Oh yes, what? What? I was just say I haven't like talked to somebody, a friend, this long in a long time. I know, right? Fucking COVID. Jeez. Fucking COVID. Yeesh. Uh, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We will. Oh, do you want to plug anything? I've never let anybody plug anything before because. You're my oh, only second well, non-Dante guest. I'm the last person guest. that has... Yeah, I'm the only, I don't know. I don't have anything to plug. You I have don't a even record label? Plug your record label. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, domestichoney.bandcamp.com, I think, is it? Just Google Domestic Honey. Yeah. It's, I haven't put anything out in a few years, but I have a few comps, a Christmas compilation, and a just kind of local Sacramento yeah. compilation that I'm very proud of that came out really good. You want to I mean, hear I some, can't of those, really take, some of those cool bands we were talking about? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't take credit for how good the comps are because I'm not on them, but all the bands are really good. You curated um, the fuck out of those, though. Yeah, and I put out a cassette of this band, The Comedians, that are really great, yeah. and a tribute out of album to The Four Eyes, who are really great, and a lot of other things that, yeah, people... Uh, don't buy on cassette (laughs) but that's okay (laughs) you can you can listen to me very poorly sing a a hastily written star wars themed christmas song ah yes yes all right sweet yeah go check it out everybody domestic honey dot bandcamp.com okay thanks everyone bye-bye bye
You're not gonna tag the band when you post this one, are you? Oh, I will. And I'm gonna pretty love sure it. they all they all could kick my ass and probably should. <laughs> <laughs>